Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1488. Six Natural Ways to Calm Your Anxious Heart by Rachel Schenken of mindbodywise.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you for free so that you don't have to read them yourself. But on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus, on Fridays, I answer the questions you send in. All right, with that, I'm sure you're excited to hear today's post, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Six Natural Ways to Calm Your Anxious Heart by Rachel Schenken of mindbodywise.com. There are natural ways to calm your anxious heart. No medication necessary. There you are, having a normal day, when suddenly you start to notice your body taking over. Your heartbeat begins to quicken. Your breath gets short and tight. You feel a little tingly and fluttery inside, but not in a good way. Your thoughts, are racing. And then you realize, I'm anxious. At this point, you start going down a mental rabbit hole of inquiry, frustration, and fear. You want to know why you're anxious. Nothing specific happened to trigger you, and in reality, nothing is wrong. But your body is telling you a different story. A story you don't want to fall into because it's so darn uncomfortable. By now, you're deep in your head about it all, yet your body is continuing its alarm system. An anxious heart equals an anxious mind. In order to slow your heart and mind down so you can function at your optimal level, you need to include both your mind and body in the process. Of course, there are medicinal options that may help, but if you want something that comes from the inside out and is accessible all the time, well, here you go. One, relabel it. Labeling your anxiety as anxiety is honest and helpful initially. However, once you know what it is, consider calling your anxiety by another name that has less heaviness and upset to it. In essence, you're changing how you relate to your anxiety by relabeling it. For example, if you name your anxiety as old friend or even butterflies, it has more of a familiar, less intimidating connotation. Thus, easing its heavy grip on your heart and your whole body. Two, observe your experience. Without judging the feeling as good or bad or I don't like this, try practicing a non-judgmental, mindful observation of your experience. 
By moving from being in it to observing it, you switch on a different part of your brain and you shift the experience. Use your curiosity to guide you. For example, ask yourself questions such as, what does the sensation feel like? Where do I feel it? What color is it? What shape, texture, temperature? What does it remind me of? What is my body wanting me to know? Three, let it be what it is. Instead of trying to change it, let your anxiety be. The act of trying to push against what is is what leads to more of it because what you resist persists. It's hard not to fight against it, but if you can lean into the discomfort of the experience, it often releases its painful grip more readily. Four, take long exhales. Longer exhales signal your body into a relaxation state versus an activated state. Play with doubling the length of your exhale. So if you inhale for four counts, try doing a slow exhale over eight counts. Even if you don't make it all the way to doubling, the slow exhales will slow your anxious heart and ultimately your anxiety. For an extra benefit, while practicing this breathing technique, try putting your hands on your belly or your rib cage to tactically feel your breath. This helps bridge your mind and body, which helps with alleviating an anxious state of being. Five, this too shall pass. Remind yourself that no matter how horrible you feel and no matter how fast your heart is pounding, nothing lasts forever and this experience will pass. Often, it's the fear that the anxiety will never go away that amplifies the experience. Just like most everything else in life, it's not a permanent state. I suggest you say to yourself, it will feel different later, or this too shall pass. And six, say thank you to your body. Bring your hands to your heart and send your body a mental message of love and appreciation. Your body is trying to do its job in protecting you from perceived threats of discomfort, danger, or pain. So your body may be quicker on the gas pedal than you'd like right now, but it's actually looking out for you. Instead of alienating your body by sending it messages of anger, try thanking it instead. Befriending your body during anxiety may sound bizarre, but making it an enemy is sure to backfire. It's not your fault if you feel your anxious heart beating and your body going into warning mode. It's actually an opportunity to reconnect with yourself and get present. You just listened to the post titled Six Natural Ways to Calm Your Anxious Heart by Rachel Schenken of mindbodywise.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com 
slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Dr. Kelly McGonigal, a psychologist, has an amazing TED Talk. In it, she explains when our heart races and when we feel anxious or stressed, it's actually the body preparing us to get this, perform at our best. Think about the physiology of stress and anxiety. As Rachel explained in today's article, when we experience stress and anxiety, our heart races, our blood pressure increases, we start to sweat, our muscles tense. All of this is preparing us to perform better. Let me explain why. Our heart rate and blood pressure go up to supply oxygen and nutrient-rich blood to our muscles, our eyes, and our brain. This then allows us to run faster, see more clearly, and think more quickly, all of which are important for performing our best. We sweat because it's our built-in air conditioning system, and that allows us to run or fight longer. Even our eyebrows are built to wick away the sweat from getting into our eyes. Our muscles tense to allow us to be at our strongest. So if we can train our brain to see anxiety and stress as something that's helpful rather than harmful, we can turn these feelings into something that actually helps us be at our best. In fact, Dr. Kelly McGonigal, the psychologist I mentioned with the TED Talk, has found through her research that when individuals change their attitudes about stress and see it as something natural and positive, they're more likely to live longer. But she explains it so much better. So if you haven't yet, definitely check out her TED Talk. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. That's one of the best ways to keep the show going. I thank you in advance for doing that. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.